0: Hold me to your Hello everyone and welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I of course am your host Aaron Pym and what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have in-depth conversations surrounding sex and sexuality. This week, I'm super excited to talk to someone that I I recently had on Bedpost product reviews. This is before we had the uh, Toronto stay at home order <laughs> where we kind of squeeze in a couple sex toy reviews and stuff like this. Um, and then I was like, I think I put out a call on Twitter and I was like, would anyone like to be on the podcast? And they were like, Did I technically do this or didn't I? And I'm like, ooh, yes, you've done the review show, but not the pod. Let's get you on. So I'm so very excited to welcome to the Bedpost Podcast, content creator, comedian, and events producer, Jade N.C. Hi, Jade. Hi. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. So yes, I I gave you a very large (laughs) dildo.
1: Yes, you did.
0: (laughs) Earlier this year. Too large, some might say. Oh, yeah. I don't think either of us really got it in.
1: No, I don't think so. And the <laughs> creator of this dildo messaged me. <laughs> did he? What did he say? Uh saying I'm basically I'm sorry that it couldn't do what you hoped. <laughs>
2: he's
0: actually a, such a kind kind sweet man i've had him yeah i've had him on the podcast twice before like we keep in contact all the time he's an absolutely lovely human being
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i, so I didn't funny. think it was creepy at all i was like this is really wholesome to be like i'm sorry the dildo i made didn't fit inside of you <laughs>
0: It's very sweet actually. It's like
1: thank you so much. It's not your fault. It's no one's fault.
0: Yeah, no. It was like, you know, it it was an experience.
1: <laughs> it was. It was. And I still have it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not gonna get rid of it. Of course
0: not. Yeah, uh, it's a beautiful we'll piece try of art again.
1: Yeah. I got remote time over here. So
0: <laughs> Totally. Work up to it, whatever. Mm. You know, maybe on a certain day you'll be like, I feel like maybe I could tackle this this beast yeah. today
1: yeah you clean the house get some momentum and i'm like you know what
0: <laughs> maybe yeah but would you like to maybe um for folks who well not that we like talked about your life much on on that episode of the review show mm-hmm. but for people who maybe don't know you from comedy don't know you from your only fans or on twitter just tell the people kind of what are the things you you get up to generally
1: okay um so i'm a comedian i've been doing that for about three years um i did switch the virtual platform but i don't do too much virtual comedy uh it's it's a little bit tiring i think and it's a little bit weird to have to like make your living room your stage
0: yeah and Um, not have a not have an audience must be like an actual tangible tangible laughs Yeah, I imagine must be just very, very different, like a little too different.
1: Yeah, I I feel like I've done every kind of show. I've done shows where I can see and hear the audience Mm -hmm. in the Zoom chat. I've Mm -hmm. done shows where I can see them and not hear them. And I have to watch their faces to time my jokes to see when they've stopped laughing.
0: Oh, my goodness. Um,
1: And I've done shows where I can hear them, which is ideal if I can hear them, but I can't see them. That's better. And then I, I did a show where very last minute I found out I wouldn't be able to hear or see the audience. And I was oh, like, I God. cannot do stand-up. I cannot do stand-up with this. I'll do musical comedy. Um,
0: but That's I a good I, redirect.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I feel lucky to have that in my back pocket and to have been able to do that because I was like, there's no way I'm going to tell jokes and then just stare at a screen and hope that people are inside their homes laughing. It's oh, <laughs> no yeah. way.
0: Because I've like done, I've done virtual burlesque shows. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, the hoots and the hollers are like half of it, you know, you're flirting with the people, you're like teasing the people, you know what I mean? So like, Mm -hmm. it feels a lot like camming. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And then um, I also, I teach uh, virtually and uh, the mics are always off. So even that. Like, cause I'm always also just like kind of trying to make the class fun and funny. Right. So yeah, even to just not get laughs when I'm teaching a class, I'm like, Ooh, this feels like just so like, I'm just talking to a screen.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's so strange. I don't love it. I'm, I'm only doing paid zoom shows at the moment. Yeah. Um, just because I recognize, you know what, like it's a pandemic and my efforts my emotional labor have a higher cost at the moment as they take a bigger toll and yeah I don't have to leave my house but I still have to get ready and then not be able to show anyone else that I did my makeup like (laughs) I will be paid for that (laughs) yes yes you just pay me please (laughs) yeah I'm gonna do up my face and and like yeah sure you could argue like oh you don't have to wear makeup but you know I'm a Libra I'm gonna doll up
0: do Libras doll up is that characteristic? We're all about
1: aesthetic. Mm. We're all about the look, the aesthetic. Ooh, okay. Libras are like the kind of like people to show up to brunch in a fur coat and be like, what? You said casual. This is my casual. You said brunch cash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like sunglasses that cover like 90% of the face and like... <laughs>
0: The celebrity, yeah. The yeah. Celebrity sunglasses. Yeah. Like, no pictures, please. Yeah. We're trying to remain <laughs> anonymous here. Yeah. Yeah. It's very funny.
1: Wearing like a fascinator. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Wearing a tiny hat. Um, Yeah. yeah.
1: With a tinier hat underneath it.
0: (laughs) There's a reveal. Yeah. Yeah. Always a reveal. Always. Yeah. Uh, Um, No, But that's so true. I think like especially when we're now doing all our social or most of our social interactions via the screen as well. It's like, I mean, I can't just be on my screen all day. Like you got to pay me if you want me to sit through a, you know, hour-long show or whatever it's got to be and like perform like, you know. Mm-hmm. And then for me I also do work like where I do um like sessions with people via screens. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you want me to be on a screen somewhere, like you got to you got to realize what I'm going through over here. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it's still work. It's still your time and your energy. That's the the, the core of it. It's your time and your energy.
0: Yeah, know what I fucking love? Like, for me, I, like, the price between an in-person session and a virtual session is very different for me. But, like, oh, my God, power to the doms who are like, no, they're the same price. It's my same time and energy. Wow. It it doesn't make my time any less valuable. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you're booking the same amount of time. It's going to be the same price. I'm like, wow, the confidence. (laughs) I just, yeah. Oh, applaud these people! <laughs> it's
1: true. Like I, I try to think about when I'm when I'm giving someone my rate, right, the way that they've presented the event to me, and how much money I think they're going to make. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, if someone says, "Oh, we expect to have an audience of 100 to 200 people, and we're selling tickets, and it's going to be advertised on this social media platform." Then my rate goes up. Yep. Because I will not be paid in exposure. This is not nearly as effective exposure as doing a live show. Yeah.
2: And, you
1: know, while I can do a virtual set and drop my social media handle in the Zoom chat and get followers, everybody has too much to do when real life resumes. No one's going to think, oh, who's that one comic I saw in that one Zoom show that I followed on Instagram? Excuse me. It just doesn't do the same for my career and other comedians are not gonna see me on that show and book me more like it just it's not the same so I'm like my rate goes up if I think that you're producing some grand event um,
0: some grand internet event
1: yeah well I'd rather not hear back from someone than, than do a show for $25 that I have to reserve an hour and a half of my Friday evening for especially yeah. when I typically have plans like on zoom with friends and the worst show that i did was at like 3 p.m on a weekday um
0: wow great time people
1: yeah like the money for the uk like it was for the u.s and apparently it was taking place at noon in the u.s
0: what even worse (laughs) yeah that's funny it was (sighs) interesting
1: the host was on their phone doing it and like what? walking around their house while they were doing their opening bit, talking into their phone. headphone microphone, not looking at the screen and what? not making any sense <laughs> oh and God. wasn't so, funny.
0: It wasn't part of like the bit. <laughs> it wasn't no. like they were doing a solo sketch about being, not paying attention on a Zoom chat. <laughs>
1: yeah it felt
0: pacing around your apartment making a meal
1: yeah like it felt like being in a video call with someone who didn't really like who was like running errands and then just like droning on about conspiracy theories but it was worse because it was supposed to be funny
0: (laughs) yeah and people are watching this and you're a part of this show and it's like i feel embarrassed
1: Yeah, and then they forgot that I was first, and they were like, oh, I forgot who's first, let me look at my list. Oh, boy. And so you just watch them looking through the phone that they're doing the Zoom call through. Oh, And then they just went, here's Jade. And I was like...
0: Thanks for that lovely introduction.
1: Yeah, and then with the e-transfer that I got, um, it was through PayPal because it was U.S.-based. I made like 1466 Canadian. Oh, (laughs) no. Like, thank God I made anything. Like,
0: (laughs) note to self. Okay. Won't work with these people anymore.
1: Yep. They messaged me to do a show again and I asked if it was paid and never heard back. So,
0: (laughs) good for you. There you go. Yeah. I think something that is like a skill that, um, a lot of us are developing if we didn't have it in place already is like when people are asking us to do these things now rather than just being like okay with exposure I think a lot of us are developing these skills of being like Oh, I'm not either saying like, oh, I'm not accepting any unpaid gigs at this time mm-hmm. or um, great. Here's my list of rates. Mm-hmm. Um, so just let me know, you know, where where your budget is at or in what capacity you'll need me for. So like, here's the list of my prices. Um, you know what I mean? Like ways all the ways you can essentially ask, like if it's paid without being I don't know, like, with confidence, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, being like, great, yeah, I'd love to do that. Uh, here, Here is my right for that. hmm mm-hmm. Rather than accepting and then being like, Ooh, I don't know if this is paid. I hope it is. And then feeling bad doing it. Feeling like you've been taken advantage of, like you've invested emotional labor for no reason. Yeah. For somebody that you don't even really know, maybe... You know, like and there's, there wasn't anybody at the thing, so it wasn't even really good exposure in any way.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's harder for that with in-person events, um, yeah. just thinking back to doing gigs and not knowing if something was paid. And when I was okay with doing a gig for free just because I wanted the stage time experience, I didn't really know how to ask. But I found myself in positions where I would see that tickets were being sold and that it was very busy Mm -hmm. and that I was paid maybe $20 and I'd be a little bit frustrated thinking like, okay, like maybe you had to really pay the venue. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I don't know. what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. But how do you only have $20 and there's four comics on your lineup and then the headliner gets like 80 Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay um not sure what happened there Mm, yeah not Uh, sure
0: where the disconnect was
2: there
1: yeah yeah so when I when I was producing virtual comedy shows I would send in the group chat with all the comics I would send them a full breakdown of payment of how much everyone was getting paid nice um drag performers got paid a little bit more burlesque performers got paid a little bit more headliner got paid a little bit more and I paid myself a little bit more because I would host and produce
0: there you go that's exactly basically what I would do because yeah drag and burlesque because it's like time they're putting in to get in the gig yeah I would always do that too those would be my highest paid um performers for sure
1: yeah exactly and I had many performers, especially if I booked an ally on the show, donate their pay and say that I could basically keep it or like oh, Glad amazing. Day keep it because um, I was produce- producing through Glad Day TV.
0: and love Glad Day, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's my go to spot to do anything. Like, you know, when we were like non pandemic days, that's like my go to spot to do, to talk to anybody, anything that's anything queer related kink related sex related like to me that was just the safest of spaces like a date uh, like anything that would be my go-to spot for everything basically
1: yeah i i miss it so much i just started working there like a week before the pandemic and i had maybe two shifts oh, sad. <laughs> and then yeah uh in the second week of march michael was like hey if anyone feels like comfortable coming in for any reason with what's going on like um don't worry about your shifts just let me know like we'll make sure that you still get paid and Mm. um and i was like okay i have three shifts this week i would like to not come in just to see how things go and by the end of the week everything was closed yeah um and i think before the end of the week after that the Glad Day emergency fund was up Hmm. and Um, we were all given like related tasks and asked what we could manage doing from home. And the fact that they immediately were like, we have to help the people who are losing money and a small portion will go towards keeping Glide Day open. But the majority of the money in that fund goes to folks who lost their jobs and just queer artists who would have been having dance parties and drag shows and burlesque events and book readings and um, there was even like a baking show on Glad Day TV. It's yeah, I'm just I'm such a big fan. I can't stress enough, like how much Glad Day has like saved me and had my back.
0: Um, oh, that's amazing. This. I'm so happy to hear that like that, you know, like from a uh, consumer, you know, of like in a uh, a big fan, you know, I only know so much. But to hear like that behind the scenes, they're doing that kind of stuff. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. So good. Yeah. The other thing I do as an events producer, because sometimes you don't know how much money you will make, like, well, I mean, that's the nature of running events is you don't know how much money you're going to make, you can't Mm -hmm. really guarantee even on an ongoing show, you don't know, right? So, and you want to be as transparent with the performers as possible. So Mm -hmm. something I would always do is like, guarantee them a minimum, guarantee Mm -hmm. them a rate, and then if it sells, then, you know, plus tip your yeah. head or whatever, because I, I would never want to, because I don't want to be, I don't want to lose money on it, obviously, mm-hmm. but also I don't want to underpay the performers on it if it does sell. So it's like a way of kind of covering your ass either way. Yeah. Because I mean, you have to protect yourself as a, as a producer too. Like you have mm-hmm. to, you know you got to make money if you've put a lot of work into something. You've got to make some return on it,
1: too. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, or else you're not going to be able to produce the next one where you're employing performers.
1: Yeah, and you it know. does take effort and it does take money and it takes a lot of time to promote and make sure that there's an audience. Yes, um,
0: that's a full-time job in itself.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's always a little bit... Uh, Frustrating when, because I understand it, but it's a little bit frustrating when I'm on a show and I'm told that I have to invite people and I have to share, like, oh, you have to share it on Instagram, you have to share it on Twitter, you have to share it on Facebook, everyone. Uh, Just so you know, like, that's part of being on the show and, you know, you're all co-producers as well. And it's like, that's not what you hired me for. Yeah, I I Um, was going
0: to do a drag number. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'm not a co-producer of this production.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And like, while I'm happy to share, because I also want people to know that I'm booked and busy, saying that I have to help you.
0: That's a little...
1: Yeah, especially when it's something like burlesque or drag, it's like, mm, there might not there might be social media platforms on which I don't advertise this side of my life.
0: Hey, there you go. That's a good point. Yeah. So to say I have to, it's like, well, no.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I do not.
0: (laughs) That's nothing. That's something I could never depend on. um, Because the nature like the theme of my show is something that people, you know, usually do keep separate from their personal stuff like their, mm-hmm. or their their work stuff or their family stuff or their or whatever right so I could never depend on other people to promote my show most people n- would never post that they're on the bill like and that's what I would come to expect yeah because they if they're telling a personal sex story they're not going to be advertising it everywhere and have coworkers come and whatever whatever yeah for whatever reason
2: exactly
1: there, are, there are many times where I don't advertise that I'm doing a show because I don't want I'm maybe testing new material or whatever it is, and I don't want just anyone to be there.
0: Or you're gonna get naked, you know. And yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe you don't want coworkers there <laughs> or whatever. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, it's funny you say that because now my coworkers are the best. Are the best, and I've literally <laughs> gotten naked inside Glad Day to take photos for a zine, a smut zine. Amazing. <laughs> but, yeah, you can, you can. I think it's pay what you can. I think there's still copies at Glad Day. You can buy a smut peddler zine with pictures of my butt in it ooh, if you want.
0: Ooh, butt pics, love it.
1: Yeah, sitting like sitting on the counter that I serve coffee from <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Amazing>. in lingerie. <laughs> Actually, in a restaurant that I was working at at the end of 2019, um, we did a photo shoot. We did a bedpost photo shoot in there like after hours, which, uh, was quite mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. I have some like good dummy kind of, we, we shot some like slow-mo kind of dummy stuff there as well. And it's just like on like the front, like bar. That's
1: amazing. It's <laughs>
0: pretty fun. Yes. Yeah, so I feel that. <laughs> yeah. But also you do content creation, which mm-hmm. we bri- ever so briefly mentioned at the beginning. So is that something that you've done, like whatever subscription site that you use? Is that something you've done kind of just this past year? Or did you do it kind of previous to that as well?
1: That is something I started uh, just around the end of March of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't a, oh, I need money. I'm going to make an OnlyFans move. It was, I've wanted to do this, and I have the time now. Mm -hmm. Um, Nothing but the time, (laughs) really. So much time. Yeah, and it's it's funny because I remember someone saying like, you know, when something becomes work, it starts to feel a little bit more boring. It starts to feel a little bit more like work than fun. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I was taking nudes for a partner before, I wasn't typically like doing my makeup to take them, but I would definitely be like, Oh, I just did my makeup. I've got to take nudes now. <laughs> so I have like a little cash and now it's like, I, I'm never getting ready to go anywhere and doing my whole face, um, unless I'm taking photos. So it has, be- it actually has become like, okay, time to go to work and like put on this lacy thing and like do my face. And okay. like, I'm a lot less motivated, but it is really fun when I do get it done. And, um, like put music on and like take photos and then if I'm like sexting someone I'm like great I just made a bunch of new content that I can just reuse
0: <laughs> recycle
1: and I'll just send the let the ones that I don't like as much and be like oh I just took these photos from my only fans like here's a sneak peek
0: here's some offshoots
1: yeah the b-sides essentially yeah the
0: B-side album. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's funny I I really do also try to like when I'm putting on a full face and, like, some outfits, I'm like, okay, let's just take a bunch because I know that I don't like wearing makeup. I don't get in makeup every day or e- every, even once a week if I didn't have to, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I always make sure to, like, when I do have it on my face, you <laughs> know, do a lot of things for all those days that I'm literally just in a messy bun, pajamas, yeah, gla- glasses.
1: Yeah, totally. Or-
0: haven't showered yeah dirty ass hair yeah just yeah
1: i i I should do that more because i now i like specifically to have a a makeup look that goes with one outfit and one Mm -hmm. shoot um so i'm not really making more than one set in a day but uh, with valentine's day coming up i have a few ideas and i want to be able to like set an alarm and like actually treat it like a work day and get up. And if I'm changing my makeup a few times, then do that and then just have the entire like month of of content. Of content. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's smart because that's what's one of the difficult things with having a job that's got to be self-motivated, like being mm-hmm. self-employed is essentially running your own business. You know what I mean? It's like you do have to, you know, plan out a schedule or like, you know, have a day that's just a dedicated work day. And that can be difficult sometimes to like, mm-hmm. get yourself to do that.
1: It's, it's difficult when you don't have routine on the rest of your days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so there was a time period a couple of months ago where I wrote a routine for myself for each day that would involve like, okay, on this day, I'm allowed to have coffee on this day, I'm allowed to have tea um mondays i'm gonna spend at least an hour with my phone off tuesdays two hours wednesday three hours
2: nice and just
1: kind of extend it and be like okay today's writing day today's painting day and it worked and it felt really good for a week
0: <laughs> <laughs> for one singular week yeah. yep
1: and then <laughs> there was a day where i like woke up late and then i think i had a migraine and so i wasn't able to like pay much attention to my routine and then it just went to shit <laughs> i was like I just want to do whatever I want forever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's tough. That's like with me with like doing physical activity, like with working out. Yeah, I'll be really good with it short term. And once I get into a pattern of like doing it every other day or every day or whatever, and then I just honestly let it go for like a couple days and Mm -hmm. then I just stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, I never revisit it like it's gotta yeah. be like a full month later where, where I'm like okay I should get into working out again but like yeah ugh, it's tough to yeah. make yourself you know
1: totally it's funny like when I do something that reminds me how out of shape I am um <laughs> like I I moved in December and for three weeks I just limped around my muscles were so tired And then for the first like two weeks after moving in, I was so tired and so (laughs) sore. Um, And just every day my roommate and I would like mount a couple of things and set up a couple of things. And we didn't have a couch. And so we had this rocking chair and we had a dining room chair that we that we'd bought, um, which is like a, a plastic chair with doesn't have a cushion on it or anything. And we would just take turns sitting in the uncomfortable chair versus the comfortable chair. And then eventually we just brought my mattress into the living room so that we could both sit on something comfortable. (laughs) Yeah. And then I finally felt better after the move and wasn't so sore and then didn't really work out for a while. And then I did three loads of laundry and you have to go up a flight of stairs to get to my house.
0: I mean, that's working. Um,
1: so yeah, I'm doing that, like putting laundry in, switching it out, putting it in, switching it out. And after like the next day I was like, my legs hurt so much.
0: <laughs> yeah. I noticed like that I, if I'm not working out on a regular basis, I wait, I always wake up sore, like my neck and sh- my shoulders, mm-hmm. my neck, my shoulders, my back, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah. just from like, you know, sleeping as, in a certain position, And I haven't pulled anything. Like, it's not that weird a position. It's just the fact that I'm not, like, just laid prostrate, like, on my back.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: (laughs) Because being in any other position is is, um, (laughs) difficult for my old ass, apparently. I
1: love, and I say I love like it makes me laugh. I love (sighs) how motivated I am to, quote unquote, be in shape when I'm getting laid. And then oh, that's for the next few days after. Yeah. For the next few days after my body just is like, who did you think you were? Like
0: <laughs> Who are you kidding? <laughs> yeah.
1: I was lucky enough to uh to get laid for my birthday um a few times within like a twenty hour period or so. Congratulations. Um thank you. I think I had sex <laughs> like three or four times. And I got home and for the next like four days, I was like, I think I pulled <laughs>
2: everything. everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I would just think about like certain moves and like where my legs were going, and I was like, Who? I can't do that. I can't even like hey,
0: in look the for moment. something
1: under my bed without being sore. <laughs> like, why did I-, I
0: think I could do that?
1: Yeah. Who? What? I'm like, I don't even know how that stretched over that part of. Like, shoulder, I'm like, I don't know.
2: Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com.
0: So it happens to me also when I do a uh, like when I shoot a photo set. Mm-hmm. I get sore after that. Like I'm yeah. literally, I almost pull something and I'm literally just doing, I'm not doing anything crazy. Like I'm just in a position where I'm arching my back, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, sticking your butt out in a way that's, you know, not the most natural <laughs> way for your posture. Yeah, or, exactly. You know, just like even, even stuff as small as like, you know, ha- taking a back shot and then like looking over your shoulder. At yeah. The camera, like and then st- your neck
1: hurts. And then I- <laughs>
0: Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'm like, ooh, counter-stretch. I have to take some pictures, like, looking over the other shoulder now.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're, like, doing yoga while you do your shoot.
0: (laughs) How old am I? Oh, my God. I usually do, like, dominant um, poses and stuff, but recently I had, from a regular, I had a request for, like, some more submissive poses. Like, Mm -hmm. so, like, you know, on your knees and stuff Mm -hmm. like that that were, like, a little more... Just a little more, I guess, for my body, um, like a little more active physically, yeah. active. And I was like, "Oh God, damn it, never again!" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, no, no, no." Getting on my hands and knees, I'm like, "This is just my body doesn't want to." I'll just stand, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I'll stand, and I'll put the camera at a lower angle. That's what I'm made for.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um...
0: Maybe that's why I'm a dominant. <laughs> Maybe thinking back, I'm You're like meant it's, to be it's, in
1: so many ways.
0: Yeah, it's less work for my body. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everyone why. thinks that being the submissive is is like that you just get bossed around
0: and told what to do, but it's like playing twister by yourself. You're like, exactly. What is happening? I can yeah. talk all day long, baby, but the minute you ask my body to do something, that's a hard limit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I um in my old room I would Typically, do sets standing, and I would maybe do photos on my bed but then I had to make my bed and now I have to do photos on my bed because my room is really small and I um I usually forget to do shoots in my living room and then my roommate is home and I'm like I'm not going to be naked in the living room yeah right now and so I've I've been posing just on my bed and I'm getting sore because I'm like trying to basically i'm basically on all fours for most of the shoot or i'm like on my knees for the shoot and i tried to take photos standing and you can just see a pile of laundry or like a Mm -hmm. glass that i didn't put away in my room and i'm like i can't stage this to perfection and and do this and there's so little room for me to be standing and take photos i'd have to be the only way for me to do that would be to be standing in front of my radiator. And that's not sexy. <laughs> that's...
0: <laughs> and then you have to clean the radiator. It's like things yeah, to consider. Yeah, and it's like painted silver. And like, I just, I'm like, it's not cute. It's just in a corner. It's just an eyesore. It's pulling focus from the picture. It is. So
1: today I'm like, okay, today I, I want to make content. There's a plain white wall in my living room that I can, I have a ring light. Perfect. And I just have to block off one window maybe so that people can't see inside. Um, <laughs>
0: All things to consider that people wouldn't realize, you know what I mean? Like yeah, for me, um when I do like an online session, depending on like if if my husband is home or not, it's like, okay, where can I do? it's a real struggle to find a place where the background isn't, you know, it doesn't have like a pile of stuffed animals or like you yeah, said, like laundry and shit. like it's like, okay, there's only like three walls really that I can kind of butt mm-hmm. up against to uh, to do a session and it's like the struggle is real trying to find a place where you can fit the ring light in front of you have some sort of a bla- a blank kind of background yeah um that you know or you're like shoving the mess to one side of the room and yeah, shooting exactly. on the other like yeah the struggle is real
1: <laughs> i've used photo editing to edit out a piece of, like, clothing or something that I forgot was in the background.
0: Fuck, yeah, I use that blur filter for the background, the one that naturally just, or that with a couple clicks just blurs the background. (laughs)
1: Yeah, My, my favorite editing job was when I took a photo and I was, like, on all fours with my legs pretty far apart and I was looking back at the camera. But my face, for some reason, I think I couldn't see the timer on my phone, um, and I couldn't hear it so it ended up capturing the like is it on face <laughs> like <laughs> it wasn't a sexy like oh yeah look back at it like it was very much like did I what
0: <laughs> like did I leave the oven on <laughs> yeah exactly
1: <Did> I... <laughs> and it just I was like this is such a great photo of my ass I cannot delete it Yeah, use and so it. who cares <laughs> there's a feature where you can select a part of the photo And make it look like another part of the photo. So I just selected my face and made it look like a continuation of the pillows that were right beside my head.
0: (laughs) Brilliant. Done.
1: And it worked. It's like, thank God, because I and it doesn't make me look like I'm headless. It just looks like my face is in front of my body instead of arched around. But I'm like, so grateful because I'm like, I'm not about to take this photo again, just so that I'm not like looking back going like
0: <laughs> huh?
1: yeah like i've never seen my ass before and i'm like i also want to know what's happening back there like yeah. wow
0: <laughs> yeah what <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i actually bought a i haven't tried it out yet or used it i actually bought a like like stand to mm-hmm. uh, like to hang a sheet from or whatever oh, nice. to hang a thing from the backdrop i that came with it is absolute crap. Oh no! Um, so I'm gonna have to buy like I just want to buy like a black. I'm gonna actually mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask Paul Ioshi like what I could get because it it's got to be wrinkle free.
2: Like yeah. the thing
0: that came with this stand is the most wrinkly thing in the goddamn world. And like I'm supposed to iron it now? What? Like what? Like no. So I need to get like you know like polyester. A polyester something Mm -hmm. that I can hang. Because it's got the clips and it's got, like, the bars and stuff like that. Yeah, Um, you can
1: maybe roll it so that it won't wrinkle.
0: Yeah, or, like, you know, just some materials are, like, wrinkle-free. There's got to be something like that, you know, right? I hope so. I hope so, too. Because I'm like, okay, well...
1: (laughs) It's so far, so far. You don't want to have to do chores every time you're taking nudes.
0: Oh, yeah. To add that labor in is like, I have no interest. Like, I basically. Yeah, like, am I
1: not doing enough?
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, fucking come on. And, like, I honestly opened up the thing, like, from the box, looked at the sheet. And I was like, I immediately brought it down to the garbage in our condo. I'm like immediately
1: You said no. "No." She said no. I refuse. I absolutely will not. Refuse. This will not do. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> no, no, no. This just won't do. Mm-mm.
0: <laughs> but hopefully that will work and that will kind of solve the problem of mm-hmm. having to clean or find just find a place where you can do it. Just set that up behind you, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. That's my my hope.
1: I've thought about doing that. I think that there's uh, a way Um, on my porch that I could probably, there's like a, a curtain rod. I could probably put a white sheet. Yep. That's not too wrinkled or it could be for that like nineties look where it is a little bit wrinkled, but yeah, I almost said my hair is messy. And then I was like, I don't have hair. I shaved my head. (laughs) I forget. I forget all the time. One inch
0: hair is messy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I ran outside to, to pet one of the neighborhood cats that I saw from my window. Um, and I had just thrown on a pair of shoes and some pajama pants. And I had a thought for a split second of like, wait, what did I do with my hair before I left the house? And it was like, oh, I shaved it three weeks ago. That's what I did. Oh, yeah,
2: I don't have any.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's not there. (laughs) Like, (laughs) She's gone. (laughs) Don't.
0: That's great. I mean, as far as shooting content, that's one less thing you have to do then.
1: It totally is. Do your hair. Yeah. And... I feel it's weird that I feel like weirder in wigs now. Like I thought I would, it would feel more fun, Mm -hmm. but I think because there's really nothing for it to hold on to, they kind of like slip around and they feel a little bit heavier. Interesting. Um,
0: Yeah. It probably moves a bit.
1: Yeah. So I haven't done any shoots yet since I shaved my head with a wig. Um, But I'm planning on doing that soon and I'm just going to have to like tighten it a lot so that it doesn't move around and I can, you know, like, dip my head back for a photo and have it not fall off my
0: head oh yeah that would be annoying because you're not just perfectly like level
1: like upright all the time yeah yeah
0: yeah you you're gonna need to obviously move your head around so that actually Yeah. yeah I can feel that how that would be there's
1: nothing to like clip it into like maybe I should just grow a little patch at the front just to attach it with a bobby pin <laughs>
0: yeah, just grow a little fringe at the front little yeah bang, just a little, little anchor
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that'd be cute maybe Who knows? yeah
1: it would not be cute I appreciate that but it would not be cute
0: <laughs> oh my gosh yeah wigs just make me so hot like I have yeah. a, I have a variety of wigs for like the bur- burlesque and days and stuff like mm-hmm. that but um oh God wigs just oh make me feel so sweaty
1: I have a a balcony um off of my room and so even with this cold weather I have a feeling I'm gonna have to have the door fully open <laughs> so that the room is like which helps anyway. I usually have a fan on when I'm shooting so that my my nipples are perked up for most oh, of the cute. photos. Oh, cute!
0: Yes, things you need to consider um, once again. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, otherwise, like every few pictures, you just kind of have to sit still and pinch yourself for a second and be like, "Okay, yeah. come on, like hold on, we're yeah, working. I'm give on a me schedule. Five
0: seconds here, and good to go again. Yeah. Yes. I've definitely taken photos, um, like, you know, over, you know, maybe 20 minutes or something like that. And, and noticed a, a, like, big difference between, like, when my nipples just, like, happen to be hard and then when they happen to be soft. Like, it changes yeah. the whole aesthetic of the picture. <laughs> it
1: kind of does. And I'm fine with both. I It's not every single picture, Yeah, Um, that they're like that but certain angles it's just nice to have the outline of it like sticking out definitely
0: yeah depending on what you want to achieve in the picture it's like yeah yeah totally. (laughs) that's so funny there was like a thread on twitter recently where it was like talking about behind the scenes in like content creation and porn and Mm -hmm. whatnot and they're like do directors like they're like how how appropriate slash inappropriate is it for the photographer to get you to kind of ask you to rearrange like your labia a little bit you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like like, you know is that something that like you get asked or you want people to ask maybe because you want to look a certain way and I'm like oh my god definitely like people were basically like oh yes that's a thing like yeah that's part of you know if they're asking you oh just put your head up like just slightly more or like it's another thing like that when you're shooting content creation it's like oh can you just like you know rearrange You know, (laughs) because I notice in pictures when I'm taking pictures of myself, I'm like, they're in a weird way. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) totally. I I wish I would have just, you know, rearranged.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's just like you're like you're doing uh, pottery a little bit. You're just molding things to the (laughs) ideal shape yeah for the photo yeah
0: because I've definitely noticed that too if I like use the front-facing camera where I'm doing a video like a custom mm-hmm. video like when I first take off the clothing it's mm-hmm. like they're you know either stuck together or like look. You know, like <laughs> yeah. that's usually it quite honestly that's usually it <laughs> and I just need to kind of just be like Doop. too totally <laughs> oh my god But it's it's like it's so true. It's because like even if you're doing in a photo shoot or whatever, like a hack is to like, you know, get a little bit of oil or Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Like it's the same thing like the fucking putting Vaseline on your teeth so your lips don't stick. Like that's an old, old technique for, you know, like beauty pageants and shit. It's like the same type of stuff.
1: It is. It really is. Like a lot of people think we're just turning on our cameras and taking our clothes off. But there's so much that goes into it. Like,
0: oh, how many? Okay, you tell me, because I'm such an overshooter. You tell me how many photos do you typically take? If you're looking at like, say somebody orders a 10 pick set from you. mm -hmm. How long does it take you? How many photos are you taking?
1: Um, I actually haven't done any custom content yet Maybe yeah we'll,
0: we'll point some your way
1: <laughs> I would really really like to I almost had the opportunity um but someone messaged me about custom content and I send them the your starting rights. point prices and they sent me a tip with a certain amount that I had listed and then said oh let's get 10 photos of this and I said this is not how this works at all no, that's <laughs>
0: not the thing that I no said.
1: Yeah, and I was going to do it. I said, You're lucky that what you've mentioned is something I'm totally fine with doing. But going forward, you don't throw money at me and then demand what you want. Like, this is, I'm not a vending machine. Like,
0: yeah, the way they sent first before they made the request is like, Yeah. Okay, so now I have your money and what? Now I have to? Like, that's fucked.
1: Yeah absolutely and I asked a friend for some advice and they were like this isn't cool this is not how it works and I was like that's my that's my instinctive response and I said that and they were so embarrassed they unsubscribed they were like you don't have to make the content you keep the money and I was like thanks bye yeah I was kind of like disappointed but at the same time I was like this person wouldn't have been worth it to have
0: it is interesting though some people like I mean. I'm always kind of going to assume that the person is just being fucking arrogant and privileged. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I I am going to assume that kind of as a baseline. But sometimes people really don't realize. Like, I did a custom for someone, which was kind of like an ongoing, it was kind of an ongoing series. I think it was an ongoing narrative we had. So it was like Mm -hmm. maybe the third video in this series. And I always, when I do that, I always look back at the other videos, you know, and try to, add new elements that are kind of similar. Like I do the homework mm-hmm. um, to make sure I'm not doing, making just the same video or I'm, yeah. you know, I'm I'm hitting all the same things that they want me to hit on. Like I mm-hmm. do the work. And then I did, I think it was probably the third video that was similar like that. And then he kind of said it, said that he liked it, you know, um, but also that it was kind of too similar It was a lot similar than the last one, Um, so maybe I forgot that I had done the other one, something like that. And I was like, oh, no, no, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not a chance.
0: (laughs) Don't you put that on me. You didn't give me any new information, so I literally only have this information to work off of. So I need to do the same. You know, you only gave me one new element to add
2: Mm -hmm. to this
0: third part, and I'm not going to add things that, I, that you may not enjoy. So I'm going to improvise yeah. laterally is what I said. Yeah, like What I do when I don't get new information is I have to improvise laterally. Those are my only options, right? Mm-hmm. And he actually was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry how that may have came off. Like that, that email they that sent you, he's like, no, I know the work you put into these things and that's why they're so good. And that's why I keep ordering shit from you basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I definitely was like, excuse me (laughs) but he was lovely he was and you know what that response from him being like oh my god i i absolutely didn't mean it in that way that i was like okay you can stay you know what i mean yeah exactly (laughs) because like come on i take shit personally like i put a lot of work into this stuff yeah
1: absolutely
0: you know i i need the person to be like I need some sort of response. If I make a custom for someone, I need somebody. To, I need the email back to be like, oh my God, it was amazing. Like I do. Need oh, that. totally.
1: Yeah. And don't you don't really not... want to ask. No, I
0: don't. <laughs> yeah. Did you like it? Yeah.
1: It's not like a restaurant where you check in a couple bites in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are things taken. going over here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God. But, but for me, like why I asked that question about the shooting is because for me, like to take 10 photos, I take fucking easily 100.
1: Yeah, I would probably take about maybe like 40 or 50, depending on depending on how much information I was given about the shoot. So the, the photo set that I didn't end up doing for that person who just kind of threw the tip at me um, was supposed to be of me using a, a small paddle that I have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was thinking like, okay, so photos of me using the paddle, they can't just be 10 photos of me holding a paddle to my right. ass right. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. other parts. I was like, it's, you know, I don't want to send the same 10 pictures. So when I was trying to plan the shoot, yeah, I was like, I'll definitely try and be more dynamic with it. But it's maybe a couple of pictures like leading up to and like a narrative posing with it yeah you know you want to tell a story (laughs) but it's harder with photos than a video to be like do you want like an action shot where it's like blurry (laughs) (laughs) i was just yeah i was like i'm not really sure but i probably would have taken at least yeah at least three to four times as many photos as i was actually going to be using
0: yeah, because um, even each photo I take, I take a few times, like each pose I mm-hmm. take a few times just in case something's weird happening, something weird is happening somewhere, like in my face yeah. or, or labia, as I mentioned. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, something's out of place a little bit. <laughs>
0: it's happened where I've done a whole photo set, essentially, and then I'm like, looking back over them and I'm like, oh, God damn it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gotta
0: take these again. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I have to drink more water. Maybe that's my issue. (laughs) That's always the issue. That's always the issue. (laughs) That's a good point.
1: You got a headache, you're depressed, drink more water. Water. Yeah. Your skin
0: sucks, water. Hungry, water. It'll fill you up. Yeah.
1: Thirsty, definitely water. At least try it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But that would be funny if that was the Corny, one instance some water. <laughs> in, w- in which you would not recommend water. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like thirsty. Mm-hmm. Take a walk. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> walk around the block. Yeah. Do a lap. <laughs> Get yourself together. <laughs> Get yourself together, man. <laughs> walk around the block was my mom's, like, cure all growing up. Oh, my God. Take a walk around the block, like especially for boredom.
1: Like you're going to see something you haven't seen before. Take a walk
0: around the block. <laughs> Tell me another act that is boring, Mom. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what are you thinking about, like, your OnlyFans kind of thing coming up? Are you thinking of, like, wanting to now expand in some way? You see You mentioned customs were a thing mm-hmm. that you'd like to get involved in are there like some kind of career aspirations surrounding this
1: yeah definitely um I definitely want to do more fin doming um
0: Ooh, yes
1: I luckily have uh, a little sub right now that is giving me the chance to explore that a little bit more
0: a little pay pig um,
1: yeah a little pay pig who's being punished right now so I'm not responding to the dms for a couple of days so it's it's funny. I'm just like, if that person hears this, then they just I hope that they just know that they're in trouble right now.
0: <laughs> well, now they know.
1: Yeah, if they didn't already know, now they know.
0: They most certainly do now.
1: Yeah, I, I would love to do more of that. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. I think I deserve it. And mm-hmm. I want to get more into making videos, um, which is a little bit more difficult because it's harder to edit. I can't quite edit like the lighting and like just the color and and that kind of thing, the way that I can with photos. But I do have more time alone in my house to make videos that require noise, which is fun. So I want to do some like JOIs and some solo videos and that kind of thing. And eventually I'd like to collaborate with some other content creators.
0: A post pandemic experience. (laughs) Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, And I have more and more of my friends uh, are making porn these days. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I had straight friends who came out as bisexual, and then my bisexual friends came out as non-binary, and then my non-binary friends and I all started doing witchcraft, and then a lot of us are, and then my witchcraft non-binary friends are like sex workers, and I'm like, this is just becoming the most queer, beautiful group of friends that I have, and I love it.
0: hedonistic, like.
1: Yeah, because more of us are like taking our titties out for the moon, and it's, it's just the best. I love it.
0: That's a great phrase. <laughs>
1: tits out for the moon. Tits out for the moon. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Um, Did I cut you off at some point where you were like, what I would really like to do is?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. I think what I said is I eventually would like to just fully be making porn. I think that would be fun.
0: Uh, isn't that the dream? Yeah.
1: It kind of is. And I've, yeah. it's, been the dream, it's been a dream of mine since before I had sex
0: amazing
1: I just knew sex was a fun thing that everyone wanted to do and it was supposed to feel really good yeah and I was like but then that means that being a porn star is the best job because you get paid to just like fuck all the time and I didn't even know what fucking like I knew what it was but I hadn't done it yet
0: and but, I was you, like, knew but it was you can just be do
1: good. it all the time yeah and yeah. I just thought it was the best and and that
2: I mean, that's dissipated not for a while but
1: yeah I think it would be great um one of my favorite porn stars is following me on instagram and liked one of my selfies and i'm like oh my god like losing it yeah um kelly sudra is is following me and liked one of my selfies
0: that's exciting
1: dying inside at the queer beautiful melanin magic
0: but yeah yeah. oh gosh yeah Yeah. so many plans for a post-pandemic world Mm -hmm. we'll just have to play along and see yeah Uh, And just do our best until then, you know?
1: Absolutely.
0: Do what we want to do in the way we can now. Yeah. You know? As
1: much as, as safely as possible. As much as Um, we can, yeah. And I... I was telling a friend of mine, I was like, it sucks. Like, I feel like I'm not going to be able to do porn and comedy. And my friend sent me the profile of someone who does stand-up comedy and porn. Yes, I won't be the first one, but I'll be the first black
0: one. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I love that for you.
1: (laughs) It's a little bit less work, but it's still going to be a lot. every black person wants Uh, to be the first black something is that it I mean maybe not I shouldn't speak for for everyone but I think it's it's nice to be able to claim like it's nice to be able to claim that
0: I mean the first yeah to be the first anything I mean yeah yeah exactly like like, I did it first I did it first yeah you start a fucking culture potentially yeah I just
1: I would like to be a pillar for someone to be like now I can do that like, yeah. that's just the dream. That's one of the reasons why I love doing stand up. I'm like, I just want like black non binary folks, any non binary folks to see me do stand up and be like, I can do stand up too and like talk about my gender and be funny and reach people that I wouldn't get to reach. And like, most of my stand up is me like making fun of myself and making fun of cis white men. Um, <laughs> And I'm like dating I like, like a few of them, so I'm like,
0: you would know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm roasting you, and you're if you're not okay with that, this ain't gonna work because I make money doing it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Amazing. Well, I think that's a lovely place to end the podcast because, mm-hmm. quite frankly, Jade, I'm sure you are already are inspiring people. Oh, thank you. Um, I guarantee. Are you able to now tell the people who are my listeners people um, about where they can find and follow you, support you, give you money and tips and watch you do fun things?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, So you can follow me on Twitter at Thick and Tired. That's Thick with three C's, (laughs) T-H-I-C-C-C-N, Tired um that's also my email address is thick and tired at hotmail.com send me your money i deserve your money plain and simple it's really that's kind of all there is to it um mm-hmm. and if you're a little bit not sure of that uh, let's put it this way it's black history month so, so <laughs> especially if you're an ally then you know show up in my inbox with them dollars um and you can follow me on instagram at friendlyblack.hotty for more comedy related content than thirsty content but still thirsty content
0: <laughs> it's all it's always gonna be thirsty it's always gonna be thirsty yeah. <laughs> yeah, i'd love it it's just the life of being hot <laughs> Yeah, I know. this just hot person stuff you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. doing hot person things um yeah. okay so yes at the at the lady pym one on twitter at the lady pym on instagram at the bedpost podcast on instagram or patreon lots of fun sexy content on there is The Bed Post Show. We are on YouTube where you can see mine and Jade's uh, funny <laughs> sex toy review episode. Mm-hmm. YouTube page is The Bedpost Post Sex Show. You can email me about podcast stuff thebedpostsexshow at gmail.com. If it's about kink and uh, professional domination stuff then ladypim at protonmail.com and then I always like to thank the lovely lady who does the original music for my podcast. It is Stephanie Copeland and you can find out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com and last but not least my fantastic lovely amazing guest Jaden C thank you so much for coming and speaking with me today give them money
2: okay? thank you that's it
0: (laughs) and thank you to everybody who's been watching listening more like listening since it's a podcast and (laughs) we'll see you next week with another fun and sexy person right here in the studio talking about sex and sexuality on the bedpost
2: podcast bye